Welcome to the Reality Recap Junkie podcast. I'm your host, Laurel, and we are on episode number four. Can't believe it's four already. Um, I am excited for this one, even though the episode overall was a little bit boring. Um, there were definitely a lot of moments where I just felt like, Ugh, can we fast forward through this, please? Um, I don't know if it was because last week was the premiere episode and I was just so excited to have the challenge back, to have great content and you know, they came out the gates running um, and it was just such a jam-packed episode um, that maybe the second one was a little bit more filler. But I mean, there were a lot of good points. Um, I was taking my notes on the notes app and when I got done, I had to like scroll and scroll and scroll and I'm like, oh, I guess I was ended up being able to take a lot of notes for this episode, but I wouldn't say it was a super exciting one. So I think I'll just dive right in. Um, so this is technically episode number two of the pod of the um, season. Um, so we start out where they had left off last week, where we know that Natalie won the elimination, and then we find out that she gets to either stay with Wes, she can choose to go with CT now that Ashley went home and CT doesn't have a partner or she can choose to as TJ says quote unquote infiltrate <laughs> trying to really play up the whole spy mission double agent theme so she can choose to infiltrate and choose any other partner that she wants except for the double agents so I think that I predicted last week that she would keep Wesk I just think that's a no-brainer um for the game that she plays and the game that Wes plays. And I just, I didn't get the vibe that she wanted anyone else and that she was happy with her partner. So we find out that Dun Dun, Natalie keeps Wes, just as I thought. Um, no surprise there, but I mean, I like it. I like them as a pair. Like I said, I do like Wes most of the time. And I like Natalie, and I want to see her go far. So I think that they're a good matchup. Um, so now we find out that CT is a rogue agent. And I swear that I said rogue agent last week, but I think I said it in the context that at some point in the game, they would um, be on their own, and then they would maybe be rogue agents. But they're already using that term on me. Um, so he has no partner, and the next elimination will determine his next partner. And that's kind of all the information that TJ gives us um, before they leave the crater. Um, so they all get back to the house after the elimination. And they show CT talking to Cam. And he clearly regrets his decision of picking um, Ashley as his partner and totally dissing Cam when she was trying to be his partner. Um, and it's like, duh, I don't know why he thought that that was a good idea ever. Um, I thought that he was smarter than that, but I guess not. Um, so they basically show him groveling to Cam. He just like was walking up to her like a little puppy dog tail in between his legs. And he's like, I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? I should have picked you. I'm a dum dum. And you know, Cam's basically like, yeah, now you're coming to talk to me now that your partner went home and like, you know, you realize you made a mistake, but you know, like, what were you doing when I was trying to be your partner? So I'm 
I mean, she's smart. She's not just like going to give in to that. Okay, so at this point, I just had to comment that Wes walks in and he has no shirt on. And I was blinded by him. He is white, like so white. And yes, I know he is a redhead. I am a redhead as well. I do have fair skin. Um, I used to tan, but I don't tan anymore because I had a little bout with some skin cancer that I was able to, you know, get all the bad cells out. But now I'm very careful with that. And so I am pale. I stay out of the sun. I wear my sunscreen. I'm, you know, really good about that. But I am not as white as Wes. At least I hope not. Like, you know, if you're listening to this and you know me in real life, please tell me if I'm that white. I mean, I can't do anything about it at this point, but I guess it would be good to know, like, warn people they they need to be wearing sunglasses when you walk in the room. It's, maybe it was like extra because he probably had on black um, underwear or shorts or whatever he had on, but woo, he is white. Okay. Um, so then um, the, they cut to like the gym and it looks awesome. Everyone's, you know, working out. And I'm, I was just thinking like, oh, can I get that set up at my house? Like maybe I would work out if I had all that equipment. I mean, probably not, but it would be cool to go out there and at least pretend, right? <laughs> okay. So then they got to Joseph. And so Joseph now is laying on the ground and it looks to be kind of like a living a living room area type. And everyone else is sitting at the table eating. I don't know if this was like breakfast or what. I got the vibe it was breakfast time for some reason. And so he is on the floor doing these little crunches and ab workouts. But it was so weird. There were like little micro or mini crunches. They were just like so fast and so small. And he was talking in his confessional about how like, yeah, how do you think you get these abs? Like, don't make fun of that. But it was just, it just looked so ridiculous. It looked like he was like break dancing on the floor and giving them a show while they're all just sitting there eating. And I just, I didn't understand, like, why are you doing that? And why are you doing that there? Like, you have an entire gym set up. Go out into the gym or go into your room. But to be just like lying on the floor when everyone else is like sitting at the table like civilized human beings and you're trying to get in like a mini workout in front of everyone, like you can't be mad if people are making fun of you for that. Like you're asking for it at this point. Um, and then I think it was Big T that of course she was commenting because that's her partner and her confessional and she was like, is he doing the WAP dance? Um, which I thought was just funny. Um, I still don't know if it's WAP or WAP. I am not like down with the lingo and I've heard the song of course, cause it blew up when it came out, but I am not familiar with the dance or the music video or how to even say it if it's WAP or WAP, but she made that comment and I just thought that was funny. And she said that she wouldn't swipe right, which was also funny. <laughs> Um, then we get a scene with Cam, Nani, and Nicole talking about their partners. And Cam and Nicole are both happy with their partners. You know, they they say that they wouldn't switch. 
Um, but Nani, you can tell like the look on her face. She's just like, uh, like I'm not in the same boat as you guys. And she says, you know, she's not sure about having Kyle as her partner. She wants someone who's more serious about the game. You know, Kyle's real big into partying, having fun, and she wants to win. She wants someone that's going to be focused and determined. Um, <laughs> then we get this montage, which I just loved, um, of everyone checking out Nam. Cam's checking him out. Wes says he's hot. Jay says he's a physical specimen. Lolo likes him, and she thinks he is so good-looking, and it's just funny, like, I just loved the whole montage of them all, like, just cutting to everyone being like, yeah, he is hot. Everyone is enamored by him. And I think part of it, too, is that he seems kind of quiet or more reserved. And so those people are usually more intriguing than the people who are openly like, yeah, I'm hot and I know it. So to have someone who seems, you know, quiet and intelligent but also in that body, everyone is just like, wait, what? <laughs> um, Nam thinks that Lolo likes him, but he says that he likes her too. And during this, that whole um, like scene mashup, they're playing Just Like Heaven by The Cure, which I love that song. It's an amazing song. And it just fit perfectly in with what they were trying to portray and so I was just like, yes, chef's kiss to MTV for throwing that song in at that right time. Okay, so after all of the drooling over Nam, we get to the next mission, which is called Ice Spy. So a little play on words there on Ice Spy, but it's Ice Spy. Um, so you and your partner are together and the premise of the mission is that there's a boat out in the middle of the water and you have to go to the boat, get a block of ice, bring it back to shore, and then you smash it, um, and free what they were calling, I think the kill. I, I couldn't quite tell. I'm assuming that they were trying to make it seem like, okay, here's a block of ice and, a kill I don't know like I thought like the kill made me think of like you're hunting and then you have your kill but it, it was basically like a red little like bullet type of thing so you have to take that kill and then you place it in your enemy's station so basically everyone has a station that's got like a pole with three holes in it and then once you get three of those kills in your station and it's filled up, then you're out. Um, and then the last team standing wins and they become the double agents. Um, so we find out that CT can't play because he doesn't have a partner. So he basically doesn't participate in the mission and he just gets to sit back and watch everyone. Um, so it's a benefit for him because normally when you're competing in the challenge, um, you might be looking around. Okay, sorry, I had to pause there for a second because I was about to have like a coughing fit and I didn't want to do that on the podcast. So, okay, so I was saying that CT gets to basically just stand around and watch everyone compete, which is a benefit because normally when you are 
um, playing, you aren't looking at everyone. And so you can't necessarily see how people perform. So it's definitely interesting that he gets to just like watch everyone and see what they do. Okay. Um, so then <laughs> of course we get a confessional of Nelson and he's saying that he knows how to swim now and everyone better watch out for him. And he said, they call me Scuba Nelly, which I guarantee no one calls him Scuba Nelly. Um, but good for him for working on his swimming skills because there are always swimming competitions. Um, and then <laughs> Nicole doesn't understand how ice works. And so she's confused about whether or not <laughs> when they get the ice off the boat, she thinks that it's just going to like sink into the water and how are they going to get it? So I think she thought that like they would be on like a boat or something like a rowboat and they would put their ice in there and get it to the water. She didn't realize that it would flow and they were like, you know, what happens to your ice cubes when you put it in the water, like in your glass of water. So I just thought that was a funny moment. Then I looked up how cold the water is and I don't know exactly um, when they filmed this, but I was just kind of looking at like what um, the temperature of the water is in Iceland. And I think that at its coldest, it gets to be like 40 degrees, which I thought it would be colder. So maybe that's not accurate, but let's just assume that that water is 40 degrees. I then Googled how cold of water can you sw like be in? And basically it said 40 degrees um, was the cutoff. So the water's really cold and it probably can't get that much colder before it gets too dangerous. And also you have to take into consideration that not only are they in the cold water, they're also transporting blocks of ice. And then when they get out of the water, they are, you know, chipping away at the ice. So like they're not getting any break. And obviously the air is cold as well. Um... I just have to say like hell to the no. I would not want to do that at all. Um, I did a tough mutter a handful of years ago and the worst station of it was the ice water station and I wasn't even in there for very long. It's like basically you kind of just go down a slide and you do have to go under the water to go under something to get out but I mean maybe you're in the water for like 10, 15 sec seconds max. And that was awful. I hated it. Um, there was even like a station where you got stung with electric wire, basically. You just get a little bit of a shock. That wasn't that much fun. Like there were a couple times that brought me to my knees, but I still would rather do that again than do the ice water. So I definitely feel for them. I would absolutely not want to do that. Um, so they start the challenge and Gabby like immediately can't breathe. And I just had wanted to make note that her partner is Leo. And I thought that he did a really good job supporting her. Um, and that's always helpful to have a, a supportive partner. Um, so everyone's going across. They're getting their... Uh, blocks of ice and their kills and um, of course Natalie and Wes are the first team out you know big shocker everyone sees them as a threat and obviously like once you've gone into um, an elimination one time it's so easy for people to just keep sending you in because you don't have to add more targets on your back 
And that's what happened to Jay last season. They just kept sending him in over and over again because that's one less person that you have to piss off. So they're out first. Um, And then it was funny because they had their three kills in there. And then Leroy comes over and he puts another one in there. He literally pushes one out of the hole and puts another one in there. And it's like, what are you doing? And I mean, I know that Wes was like, no, no, you're done. You can't use that on anyone else then. You just wasted that. And I don't know if they counted that for sure. But like, are is your brain really not working because of being so cold that you can't see that there is literally one of those kills already in there that you are having to push out to put yours in? Um, so that was weird. Um, Michi was talking about how he wants to just lose because he's too cold. And honestly, like at this stage in the game, if I mean, I think very few people there would probably feel like super in danger. Like if I didn't think that I was going in and I wasn't that worried, I absolutely like would make one trip, make it real slow and just wait for someone to get me out. Like whatever, I'll lose. I don't care. This water is way too cold. So I'm right there with Michi. Um, Then it's weird because we kind of start to see that no one is picking Fessy and Anissa. Like their um, station is empty. And I did listen to the podcast with Tori and Anissa. And I believe that they had said, or Anissa had said that the double agents got to pick um, the order of the stations. So they put... Like them at the end, themselves at the end, and then all of their alliance um, following. So all of their alliance people were next to them. And then all of their enemies were at the very end. So like someone who might actually want to get them out, they would be at the very end. So they would have the farthest to go, which was definitely a smart strategy. Um, and then <laughs> I think Joseph just under, just doesn't understand how this whole game works. I forget what he was saying exactly, but it was just like, you don't like, you don't understand the challenge. Like, did you watch any seasons or episodes prior to coming on this show? Because it's clear that you didn't and you definitely should. You should definitely do your research. Like, I know that there's a fine line between, um, you know, there's only so much you can study and every season's different and, you know, people on there are different. But I don't think it's the best idea for this type of show to just come in completely blind. Like you should know the people who have been on it before, how the alliances work, how the game is structured, how people play. Because if you just come in not knowing anything at all, you're just going to get eaten up and spit out. Um, and then after Joseph, we see Nani and Kyle and they just don't have a strategy at all. They're just like, you know, whatever, just pick someone to put it in. They didn't talk about it beforehand, which is a big mistake. Like clearly once you get in that water, it's going to be harder to think. So you should have planned, okay, that we're going to start with this team. Like here are, I would say, top three to four teams. These are the people that we're going to target and go in that order. And then once those people are out, we go on to the next. Like that just seems like very basic strategy. And I don't know why they didn't think of that beforehand. Um, then we see that Michi is really struggling in the water. 
Um, Wes is yelling that he needs a medic. You know, everyone's kind of freaking out. And then we see that Fessy is helping him to get to shore, which I just thought that was really nice. I mean, I'm not really a big Fessy fan, but um, I did think it was nice that he stopped to help him. Um, although, would he have done that if he thought he was in danger of losing? Maybe not. Maybe he felt so confident that he could take the time. Who knows? But it was still good. I'm glad that he helped him get to shore. And then the medic was um, helping him. Uh, then this part is really weird. So no one wants to make a move. They get to the point where all the easy outs are out. And they are literally just standing around and like staring at each other because no one wants to make the move to put a kill in. Um, and I just don't think that I've ever seen anything like that on a challenge before. I mean, normally people, it's like not waiting at all. It's just, they're immediately like, okay, kill or be killed. And this one was just so weird. Everyone's standing around staring at each other. Like, what do we do? What do we do? Like someone tell me what to do. Um, and then Kyle makes the comment in his confessional that this is the biggest pussy thing. And he uses the word pussy a lot. And it just bothers me because it's like, you know, like a whole feminist thing (laughs) that that word is derogatory. And I just don't like that. He keeps saying that like, You're implying that having a pussy makes you weak. And in fact, it's the opposite. Like, I'd like to see you have a child, carry a child to term, and then push it out of your body, Kyle. Then you would maybe not use that word. (laughs) Okay. Um, So we have four teams left, and it's mostly the Big Brother crew. Um, And then basically Anissa and Vessi win again. Um, so then everyone's standing on the shore, lined up, and TJ says everyone else is so intimidated and let them win. And then he says that he should just go ahead and cut the check now for Fessy and Anissa. Um, and he's just totally trying to stir the pot. Uh, Anissa was like, no, no, like, shut up, TJ. Like, stop drawing more attention to us. And I can't decide if I like this or not. It's kind of fun when TJ gets a little messy, but at the same time, I feel like you kind of are like um, steering the course of the game, like calling people out that way. So uh, I don't know. Um, The secret still stands that Anissa and Fessy know who the votes for are. So they know who votes for the compromised agent. Um. So this really comes into play this episode. They still haven't told anyone, um, but they're kind of determining, you know, what to do with that information. Um, So they get back to the house and now this is kind of the time where everyone is talking to each other and trying to figure out who they're going to vote for. Joseph says that he wants to go against Wes. And I'm just like, okay, buddy, good luck with that. Um... I don't think that he would beat Wes in a one-on-one elimination. And I guess, I mean, I understand wanting to like go big or go home. But at this point, I mean, it's only the second elimination. And I know that there are only 10 skulls to get. But 
if I were you, I would not want to call out, you know, one of the only champions in the house and go against him. But okay, if you think that's a good idea. Um, I did like Leroy's comment where he, he was like, all right, you hungry? Go eat. Like, go for it. Um, they're planning on Wes for the house vote. Um, Fessy only wants to go in if it's a like a pole wrestle in the middle of the sand or a hall brawl. So he says, like, that's the only way I'm going down because um, he wants it to be super physical because he knows that he can win. Um, but other than that, he wants to see Wes versus Devin. Um, obviously, they just want to keep putting Wes in because they already put him in once. And they want him to go against Devin because they are aligned. So it's like break that pair up. Um, then at this point, Wes is basically just begging He's giving this whole speech to uh, Fessy and Corey, and I forget who else was out there. Um, and he's basically talking about how he'll be the janitor for their little company or the CEO. And just the whole thing was real weird. You know, it's just like Wes giving one of his speeches where he thinks he's saying a bunch of words that make him look smart. Um. Then after that, CT realizes, like, he wants to distance himself from Wes. Like, get away from me. Like, you got a target on your on your back. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Like, I don't want to get thrown in the mix again. Um, then we get a scene with Fessy dancing with all the girls. And he is, um, like, catching a vibe, unbuttoning his shirt. And all the girls are around him. Um, Teresa says it's the only time he has a personality, like when he gets like that, which I think is funny and also true. Um, he seems pretty boring for the most part. Um, I probably wouldn't be able to have a conversation with him if I had to guess. Um, but during this scene, they were playing New Sensation by NXS, and that's a great song too, and it was perfect for that. Um so I just had to comment on that. Um, then we see them all back in the party bubble in their little COVID dance bar party bubble. Um, Nani asks Fessy about switching partners. And she's basically saying like, you know, how would you feel if I was in the position to pick you? Because I would want you to be my partner. And he gives her basically a politically correct answer that like, yeah, yeah. Um, of course, like that would be great. Um, and then he says in his um, confessional, like anyone that says that they want to pick him as a partner, he is going to encourage because that means they want to keep him around, not get rid of him. Um, and <laughs> then we get a little scene of Lolo, who totally just wants Nam. And she's asking Jay to basically be like, does he like me? Ask him if he likes me. Will he circle yes or no? Um, I'm just not a fan of Lolo at this point. Like it, it's just too much for me. Um, everyone loves Nam. I still don't know if it's Nam or Nam. Nam. Um, and Anissa says, you don't need a washer and dryer when you have those abs. Um, so I just love this episode that everyone is just gushing over him. Um, guy and girl, they, they all just love him. So I'm definitely curious to get more scenes with him and see like what his personality is like other than his washboard abs. Um, then I just wanted to comment about Lolo is 38, I believe. 
And she's also, I think, rumored to be, or I don't know if she like publicly talks about this. I think she does though, that she is a virgin. So that kind of explains her behavior as far as like, well, they like me. I don't know if they'll like me and ask him, you know, ask him if he likes me and like kind of being very junior high girl with all of this stuff. And that's because she has, you know, never like experienced that before. And I think that that can set you back in how you interact with, you know, someone that you are interested in. Um, so then they're talking about like, imagine if Lolo and Nam did hook up, like imagine what their babies would be like, just these two physical specimens creating a tiny human that would probably be, you know, an Olympian and just be crazy. Um, so then Lolo kind of goes up to him and like does this little snuggle hug thing. And in his confessional, Nam says about like getting a kiss from Lolo. And I rewound it and I watched it another time um, on my phone. And I, I can't tell if she gave him a little kiss or not. He says the word kiss, but I didn't see it, but it wasn't the best angle. It was just weird. I couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, ah, did he kiss her or did she kiss him? I can't figure it out. Um, but then after that little scene, Nam was like, I need a shower. And I just thought that was cute. Um, uh, then we get a scene with Devin and Kyle and Devin is telling Kyle that he can't understand Nicole with her accent. And that was just funny to me. He says that she's an incredibly fit infant so basically saying like yeah she is super in shape but she has the like mental capacity of an infant um and then Kyle and Devin are talking about how they want to go ahead and just put Big T and Joseph in and then Kyle says that he's gonna lie to Fessy about his vote not knowing that Fessy's gonna know who he votes for so I believe his plan is they want the house to put in Wes. And so Kyle, I believe, is going to say that he voted Wes, but he's actually going to vote for Big T and Joseph. So, of course, Joseph did not tell Big T his plan to volunteer to go in. And so she's like upset about that. But also like, it's only, I mean, I guess there are lots of twists and turns, so you could be worried that it would end up being an elimination where it's both guy and girl, or maybe it's two girls' days in a row. They don't really know the f- the full format at this point, and again, it can change at a moment's notice, but so she's upset that, you know, he volunteered and didn't tell her. They clearly aren't on the same book. They cannot communicate with each other at all, Um, and then... They show her plotting against him, basically. So she wants to make sure that they're the house vote. So she's, you know, talking to her other UK girls. It's like Gabby, Liv, her, and I can't remember if there's another one. But they're all t- talking. And she basically wants the house to vote for them. And then hopes that he loses so that she can get a new partner. Okay, so then there's the deliberation, and of course, at this point, Joseph volunteers and says he wants to go in against Wes. Wes says that he is, in fact, rich, which I don't know 
I don't know what the whole point of that was, but he's like telling everyone that he's rich. And then Darrell says it in his confessional, real rich people don't tell others that they are rich, which I thought that that was super true. Um, but Wes always has to boast about how many cars he has and how many businesses he has and all this money and stuff. And it's like, okay, what are you overcompensating for? Um, and then Wes argues to let Fessy call out Wes for a second time. Um, instead of, that was like his, um, reasoning for them to not vote Wes in because Joseph was basically saying, I want the house to vote for Wes and then I want Fessy to put me in. That way I can guarantee that we go against each other, which was just weird. It's like, what does it matter if you're the house vote or if Fessy votes you in? Like just, you know, go in however you can try and get your skull. Um, and so Wes was saying that, you know, let Fessy call me out a second time. Then he doesn't have to, you know, put a target like he's going to call me out. Um, and then he's like, the multi-time, multi-time champion is speaking. And it's just like, wow. Okay, Wes. Also, you're saying that you're a multi-time champion. Why don't you just say two-time champion? Okay. Saying multi-time makes it sound like it's more than two or three, like, just say two-time champion. Get over yourself. Um, of course, Devin backs West because they're buds. Um, basically, then it's time to vote. And then after everyone votes, a Nessie and a Nessie. I'm going to do that a lot if they stay partners. Anissa and Fessy go into the chamber and they find out that the house votes for Big T and Joseph. So they're surprised by that and they are insulted to see who is lying to them and they're mad at Kyle because Kyle did lie. Um, so then they're kind of talking about how maybe they should throw Kyle in. Maybe they should tell Wes that they know this information um, and try and get him on their side and kind of use it strategically. Um, then after that, they're all off to the elimination at the crater. And once they get there, we find out that, um, Joseph is going in. Um, and you can see that it's set up where it looks like just a bunch of sand dirt. And there's just like one big ring in the middle, like a ring that you would pick up and hold. And that is like pretty much it. And so it clearly looks like it's going to be like a tug of war type of elimination. Um, very similar to a pole wrestle. You know, what Fessy said was one of the only eliminations that he would want to go into. He specifically said a pole in the sand or a hall brawl. And now he has something very similar to that. And guess what? He wimps out. It's like, what are you scared of? You're going against Joseph. You are one of the biggest guys in the house, if not the biggest. Like, maybe CT has more weight on him, but there's probably no one else in that house that can beat him on, like, the weight and strength. So, having something like a ring wrestle, it's just crazy to me. Like, what is he scared of? So, he basically says, like, ah, no, it looks kind of janky. And, you know, you don't tell us the rules beforehand. So, ah, I'm not going to go down. And, of course, TJ calls him out. And it's like, you do realize, like, you know, there are only this limited number of skulls. 
you're not going to have that many chances. And like you have been in here twice now and two times you're saying no. Um, so then we find out that, uh, Nisa and Fessy voted for Kyle and Nani and it just shocks the whole house and Kyle's getting like so pissed off and he's like, no more, like you gave me no warning. Like, okay. Okay. But I mean, you know, you like, come on, Kyle, you know, you just lied to them. Like, I mean, yeah, you don't know that they know that, but like, you can't get that mad when you're trying to be, you know, shady and being a snake. Okay, so the elimination is called Ring of Spies, and the premise is that you wrestle the ring from the from your opponent and place it on a post, and it's best out of three. So it's very simple. You just um, each get a hold of the ring, you wrestle it, and then you go and put it on your pole, and then the best out of three wins. And so, again, this is the exact type of elimination that Fessy wanted. Like, come on. Um, then we see that Joseph licks a, like, a little tub of mustard that he had in his jacket. Apparently, it's something that he does before competitions that helps him. I've never heard of that before, and I'm pretty sure that no one else does that, and there's probably no science behind that, but okay, like, pull out your mustard. How long has it been in your coat like that? Is that even, you know, safe to eat at this point? Um, okay, so the first round goes, and it looks pretty physical. You know, they're throwing each other on the ground, you know, fighting it out. But Kyle does eventually drag Joseph over the pole and wins that first round. Um, and then the second round, um, is super tough there. It's like he's thrown down in the second round, like real big, um, thrown to the ground. It looked like that one hurt. And again, Kyle drags Joseph over and wins the second round, sending Joseph home. So it wasn't super exciting. Um, it, you know, major rip to Joseph, like you, you know, you tried, you try to go big, you know, go bigger, go home. And guess what? You're going home. So good luck there. <laughs> um, once they find out that Joseph loses, Big T is jumping up and down and celebrating, which I get that she is very excited for him to go home. But also that's like really rude and not nice at all. Like she could have, you know, tried to hide her excitement until after he was out of the ring and could no longer see her. But okay. And then almost immediately after we see Kyle throwing up. Um, And one thing that I did learn on the um, official challenge podcast is I guess Kyle is diabetic. And so before challenges and eliminations, he has to eat, you know, make sure that he's like properly eaten um, or else it's tough on him. And so I think that was part of the reason why he was so mad that they threw him in because he didn't have any warning. And so he hadn't properly ate um, or he had to eat really quick. And so that is why he was throwing up afterwards. Um, and while he's throwing up, Joseph is helping him. And I just thought that was really sweet that, you know, kind of showed me what kind of character he had. Um, has that he even though he lost and now he's going home he's still trying to you know help Kyle and make him feel better Um, so that was a nice moment 
Um, then TJ calls out Fessy and was like, yeah, do you regret your decision now? And Fessy's like, oh yeah, I regret my decision now. Like he just seems like real scared and I don't know why. Um, so then we find out that Kyle now gets to pick his partner and, um, he says that he does want to go ahead and infiltrate and he steals Cam and everyone is just shocked. Like they, um, pan over to Cam and Josh and their faces just drop. And then um, almost immediately Josh looks over to Anissa and Fessy and he was like, yeah, thanks a lot. You just ruined my whole game. And they were like, no, 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 do not put that on us. Like, you know, slow your roll. Also, I mean, that's immediately saying like the two people that I could get as a partner suck. And so, yeah, thanks a lot. So that I thought that was just a little bit rude. So now that Kyle stole Cam, both Nani and Big T don't have partners. So then we find out that Josh gets to choose between Big T and Nani. And so, of course, he chooses Nani. No surprise there. They are real good buds. Um, And Nani's super happy about that. She definitely thinks it's an upgrade from Kyle. She gets to play with a friend, someone she trusts, and someone that she thinks will take the game seriously. Though, if I had to pick, I think I would pick Kyle. He's definitely proven himself more in challenges, in eliminations. Um, I think that... Yes, he likes to party and he's not a serious person, but he does have a lot of heart. And once he's in there competing, he does take it seriously and he gives it his all. And I don't know if I can say the same about Josh. Like he just really hasn't proven himself physically in challenges before. And I don't recall if he's good with puzzles, but if I had to guess, I would say not the best. And I don't think Nani is that great either. So um, we'll see how that goes. And then we find out, of course, that Big T and CT are together. Um, so I think that they need to come up with like a funny team name since they're Big T and CT, like Team T or I don't know, Team TT, something. Something cute like that. Um, but CT is all excited. He's pumped, you know, Um Big T is excited. CT is definitely an upgrade from Joseph. So um, I think that CT took that in stride. I don't know if he actually is excited to have her as a partner. Um, We haven't really seen her do much as far as challenges go. Um, One thing that she did keep saying throughout this episode, though, was that like, this is my third season. I want to get to a final. And And I just kept thinking like, it's only your third season. Like you keep saying third, like you've been here forever and you still haven't made it to a final. Um, but has Nani made it to a final ever? I don't think so. I mean, I know she hasn't won, but I don't know if she's even made it to a final and she clearly has done more than three seasons. So I don't get where Big T has this sense of like, I'm on my third season. I should be in a final by now. Like there are plenty of people who do season after season and never make it to a final and never win. Um, but I would say overall, I do not get the Big T appeal. Um, part of this episode just seemed to drag for me because there were like they showed way too much of the Big T and Joseph drama 
which I get because obviously he's going home. So this was the last that we're going to see of him. But it was just like the same thing over and over again. Like, yes, you guys are not on the same page. Yes, you guys don't communicate. You don't want to be partners. Like, okay, we don't need to see all these different scenes with them basically coming to the same conclusion. So hopefully it'll be better now that she's with CT and there will be less of that drama going on. Um, Definitely hoping the next episode will be better, which I think it will. I'm trying to remember um, what the preview was. Sometimes I don't watch the previews or sometimes it cuts off the recording and I don't get to see it. But I feel like we see a big fight between maybe CT and Josh. I know they have had beef in the past. Um, It's so silly. Like, I feel like Josh is one of those people that tries to make beef where there is not any. And I think he did that with Wes too, right? Like he kept trying to make fetch happen with Wes. And Wes was like, no, like we're not having drama, like. I don't care enough about you to make this happen. But I remember that him and CT had an argument about like who was rooming where on like maybe Josh's first season. He came in real hot. And I kind of get that vibe that he's just like trying to create these big um, rivalries where there really aren't any. But if I recall, the episode showed them getting into it and like potentially Josh getting physical. Um, I think that CT was definitely getting heated, but I really can't see CT getting physical again. I think that he has really um, reeled in that part of him, especially since becoming a father. And of course, there are plenty of men who become fathers and do not change their ways and they would still absolutely get into a fist fight with someone. But from what I've seen on of CT, even when he has been getting into arguments with people, they don't escalate like that. So I'm definitely curious to see how that goes. Um, but other than that, that was the whole episode. Um, I'm not sure if next week it will be on, um, cause that is Christmas Eve Eve. I'm guessing that they probably still will, but I could see them skipping a week for the holiday as well. Hopefully there will be a new episode on because I don't want to wait again. Um, So again, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Um, You can follow the podcast on both Instagram and Twitter at RRJ Podcast. Um, I live tweeted the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City on Wednesday. Um, I'll probably do the same um, this next week if there's an episode This next week will be a little bit different since the holidays. I'm not sure um, who all is going to have new episodes. Um, On right now is uh, the second installment of the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion, which I really wanted to live tweet, but I needed to record first. So um, once I get done with this, I'm going to go in and watch that and live tweet that. So if you're into Bravo shows, um, specifically Real Housewives, you can go follow me on Twitter and see all of my crazy thoughts about what's going on with the Housewives. Also, if you are a Housewives fan and you don't watch Potomac, you are sleeping on it and you really should watch it. Um, 
I think this is maybe season four or five. Um, there's definitely a number of seasons where you can easily go back and start from the beginning and watch. And I highly recommend it. It's definitely one of the best cities right now. It's definitely better than Beverly Hills and Orange County. Salt Lake City is definitely going to rival it. Um, Salt Lake City has been really great. I've been really enjoying it. Um, uh, Atlanta is good. I would say so far we're only on like episode two of the season. Um, and but definitely Potomac is better. Um, we'll see how Jersey ends up being. New York was definitely good this last season, but Potomac is definitely like at the top right now with the drama and content that they are bringing. So if you're into Housewives, definitely make sure that you're watching that. Um, and then I might just do some other tweeting along with other shows. And then depending on if there's a break in between when the challenge um, episodes are, I might do kind of like a free form episode where I just give general thoughts on um, all of the Bravo shows or maybe the Bachelorette. Um, the Bachelorette, Bachelorette will be wrapping up this week as well. So I'll just have to see what shows are out there um, and what I can do. So again, thank you for listening and I will see you next week. Bye.